scope. Hey, started with the timer last time. We got something. But it did go away just now. But that's what I'm saying. But it, but it would have showed us all on our phones. Like it always says, turn the podcast is gone live. Yeah, I said I normally get a notification when we go live. I know. See, I still don't have one. Now. I don't know how to do all that shit. Apparently, I don't either, Shannon. <laughs> uh, I can hear myself. It's a start, I guess. In my headphones, I can. Does that loop around to it? Did you get some goofy update now on Facebook that might change some shit? Was that somebody else's phone vibrating? No, oh, it's my phone over there. Never mind. It says we're live. <laughs> okay. All right, we have a watcher. We're doing something, then. We got one. Yes. Progress, man. Man. All right. Hey, everybody. Oh, oh, yeah. oh man, dude. We're a wreck tonight. Oh, All right. Now we got we got watchers pouring in, so apparently it's working now. Oh, we got Shannon Ruggles. That's I nice. don't have to burn the whole place down. Um, okay. Welcome back again. This seems to be a weekly thing now, and it's fun. You got to work the bugs out. It happens every now and then. Yeah, I just don't, uh, yeah. All right, well, either way, I got David Blankenship in the house tonight, um, modified driver, Dominion stock driver, plenty of Dominion stock wins, Shannon Morano also backstage throwing phones, slinging them. Um, say what's up, everybody. We got Wesley Farmer, what's Josh Blankenship, on? Johnny Luck. Apparently it's working. Apparently we are live. And, um, yeah, what's up, everybody? I wanted to talk. I don't know if they heard anything about what I was talking about before, but uh, the U-Car drama. We had some um, – you talked about every week there had been drama. So far. I don't know if there was anything during the first week. Uh, I guess I missed that one. Because you were in a race already this year, and you there was a first lap incident. And we didn't even make a lap. Yeah. And then the whole field got taken out. And then the, it rained. Yeah, and then it ended up raining, I think, with – I don't even think they made it to the halfway point. Cause it wasn't even You're official. flexing my sheetrock over there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, like I know, it. I know. Soft. Oh, they didn't even call it an official race. Mm-hmm. So um, then you got the one race where everybody got disqualified for certain issues. Yeah. So there was some stuff there. And then this last race, a little bit of last lap contact. Mm-hmm. Guys racing hard. Guys trying to, I don't want to say playing games, but. I think if Frazier would have just raced instead of tried to slow up a little bit, pin Mike behind the lap car, I don't think he'd have had that issue. I think Frazier would have won the race. I don't even know if he – I don't know what exactly happened there. I guess – has anybody talked to Frazier since then? Um, I haven't really talked to Frazier, so, I mean, it's kind of hard to say exactly what happened. But from watching it, it looked like he tried pinning Mike behind the lap car. and He slowed way down, yeah. I'll say there was a lack of, like, forward momentum. So, I mean, I don't but know. But then the contact going into turn one, it's just hard to say. It's also hard to see. Um, but, yeah, it's just I don't really know what happened there. But, you know, yeah, I mean, it was it was a closed case race up until the uh, the three came into the picture. Oh, yeah. Um, was that the car, the three? Yeah, the three, which, I mean. No offense to them. I know that, you know, you, everybody learns. I've been in the way before. I've been in that I've been that guy. I mean, you cars are a starter class. you got to start there. Yeah. That's, you know. Good point. That's where everybody, you know, learns to drive. 
Mm-hmm. That's where I started back in 2005. Yeah. So That's how long you've been racing? Yeah. Well, I got I started working on a late model at the end of 2003 with Dave Zimmer. Spent the entire 2004 season working with him and then got into U-Cars, 05 and 06. Okay. So, and um, what's up, Scott? So um, you got into U-Cars, 05, 06, and how long did you stay in that division? Uh, got out after the 06 season, started helping Pittman, worked with DA Motorsports for a little while, racing uh, late models up at South Boston Speedway with Nick Smith as a driver. Um just kind of bounced around helping a few people. Bought a Ford Probe back in, I think, end of 08. Probe, yeah. Had that for a while. Um, a bunch of people drove that. Courtney, my brother, Zach. So They were fast back in the day. Oh, yeah. That, back in the day, when I first got into it, the Probes were hard to beat and the Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Were the square body Cavaliers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now everybody's Frank Silva and everything. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and what about you, Shannon? When did you get started into racing? I mean, you've probably been doing it a little longer, but have you been modified racing your whole career? You did grand stocks for a while too, didn't you? I started off uh, late models. Oh, did you? I'd say that's probably '04, probably '05. Okay. Uh, ran go karts a little bit. Didn't do nothing crazy there. Uh, then went. Uh, we, we got in a bad accident at South Boston in, in a modified. That's when, uh, about eight months, I was released on that. I got a traumatic brain injury. Oh, God. Yeah. It's Where bad, at? Man. South Boston. Pull that mic in a little bit. Um, South Boston, that's a fast track. Yeah, we were hauling the mail. Yeah. And, uh, How fast are you going? Oh, well, it doesn't really matter. So what happened there? Was that during the race? It was. It was a... Uh, we're running fourth, fifth, something like that, and uh, I got turned head on in the wall, and that's all she wrote right there in three and four. Damn. Cars destroyed. Damn. That I was, was I was knocked out. Wrecked right in front of my family. I mean, it kind of sucked that. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's not good. That was a gold car, right? Black and gold. Yeah, it was a car I got from Donnie Gerard. What year was this? Man. 08, maybe? 08. Wow. That's insane. It was a while, and then Bo Tuck come to me because his wife and my wife worked together at Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. He said, you want to drive Grandstock? And that's when I drove the 07 for a little while. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, you did well in the Grandstock. did pretty well. I mean, that, that was fun. It's a lot of fun driving. And now you're back in a modified, or you have a modified currently. Mm-hmm. Yes, I bought, bought another car. Going to play again. Where do you pl- primarily plan on racing? Right now, Dominion. I'm still trying to get the bugs worked out of the car and get to running fast. So right now, I'm probably top five car. I mean, I ain't happy with that. Yeah. So you always got to work on that. What about you? You're in the Modifieds, too. Where are you planning on running? Uh, right now, the Modifieds sitting. It is for sale if anybody wants a really good car. We kind of got it right there. Yeah, for uh, sale. I didn't put that on there. but Oh, I also have a... Uh, <laughs> I didn't put anything on there. I'm about to... This is just water, but I'm about to drink the whole thing after all the... Uh, Problems we had pre-show. Well, maybe that's the problem. You got water. I know. It's, it's that is the problem. Yeah, I know. Not something a little bit more flavorful. So how much is it oh. for sale for? Uh, not for me. For <laughs> why not? You the got people watching. Don't, well, no, I don't have any money. I, I haven't owned a race car in five years. I want to say my dad's asking ten grand for it right now. Okay. 
So your dad technically owns it. Yeah, my dad he owns everything. I drive for him. Nice. Um, but uh, I also have a Virginia racer. So hopefully the fifth will uh, finally get on track. COVID's hurt us pretty big with getting parts. Really? Taking a car that's been sitting for a few years and getting it ready to get back on track has been a chore. Hmm. So. Um. Virginia Racer, when did you get that? Uh, I got that over the winter. Okay. Um, I think it was just after the end of the season. So you haven't you haven't even ran it yet, technically. No, I haven't ran it yet. I like the uh, the rules package with the crate motor, the shocks. It's um it's kind of getting back towards a Dominion stock a little bit, but more than a Dominion stock. The Dominion stocks were fun to drive. He can tell you I was commentating the race for second behind me when I should be looking out the windshield. I didn't quite feel challenged. Yeah. So you know when you don't. Yeah, you feel, were pretty dominant at the time. Oh yeah. I'm, what led you to that um, course of? Was it Shannon? I mean, I know he was helping you a lot. I mean, what made you? Cause, I mean, you were you ran well at Southside, but no offense, you didn't. You weren't dominant by any means. I mean, you had guys likes of Dan Rogers and Austin Dodge and stuff like that that obviously were, but it was nearly impossible to have been. So, like well, I said, it's no shade thrown at you, but you were yeah. you were like class of the field at Dominion. So to start uh, to start the uh, 2016 season, we cut the car to a million pieces. When uh, Gary came in, he started helping me. When Gary came in and started helping me in the middle of 2015, we started getting better, but the car wouldn't take adjustments. So we ended up cutting the car up, which we kind of had to. We had to put a new body on it. Kind of mm-hmm. had somebody jump on top of my car a few times in the middle of one. So, oh, gosh. Um, Do we want to tell that story? We, I mean, we can talk about that story. I don't care. Who was it? What ha- Which car was it? So... When I got into racing Grand Stocks, I made a good buddy, and uh, it was 25, Michael. Something. Yeah, something. He spun me one night. Well, the guy had spotting for me at the time. He's like, hey. He Just goes, like a good buddy does. <laughs> yeah. He goes, hey, man. He goes, you can't take that. He goes, if you don't retaliate now, the entire class is going to walk over top of you. So, you know, I did the retaliation, tried running him into the wall, and uh, lifted before he hit it, and he didn't hit the wall. Well, then it became a tit for tat. Well, then we made contact one night coming off turn four. He hit the wall, ended up spinning down into turn one, uh, knocked my right rear out. Well, next thing I know, I hear a car throttle up, and I'm looking at turn two when I was looking at the grandstands. Uh-huh. Well, then he gets out and starts jumping on top of my car, yelling and screaming at me. So, you know, at the end of that year, we got looking at the car. Gary was like, look, let's put a body on it, a complete new body. So we started looking at the bodies that were out there. And we were like, hey, nobody's done it. It says it in the rules. We can run these AR bodies. Why not do it? So that's when we started running. You did not say that until Gary Burke talked them into it, for the record. Well, he didn't talk us into I it. Agree. We Okay, I'm just, let's, let's just, he didn't talk let's it. not that, uh, let that go under the wings a little, a little bit. Well, no, I'm not throwing you. I'm not throwing you out because it wasn't you. You were. It wasn't even your idea, and it was. Well, no, I've argued well, with Gary was. Burke live in the thing. He knows where my view is on it, oh, yeah. and well, I talk about it on the podcast all the time. Just because I, I also think the old school ones look better too. So I'm I'm biased in my own way. I'm conflicted when it comes to that because I like the old school look, and then I like the new school look. The, with the old school bodies, when you beat and bang, if you knock a fender in on a tire, you immediately have to come to pit road. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to blow a tire. With these new style bodies, you can beat, bang, and the fenders literally pop right back out. No, dude, you got to race enduro class first, and then cut <laughs> the whole fender off. 
So I and never sawzall to where there's just a you know what I'm talking about from way back in the day. I mean, my dad used to literally cut the fender to where there was literally almost no fender because they used to bang them up so bad. Yeah. Like you, they never they if you had a close fender to a tire, it was gonna get cut in that in the old school days every time. Your dad used to race too. You're no. a second generation now. Nope. So, so, hey, so there is there's another David Blankenship that used to race, and everybody thinks that I'm related to him, oh. and I'm not. Oh. There's no relation between us, so. But is I, he proud of you? Oh, not your no dad. Idea. The other day, David Blankenship. Oh, I have no idea. Probably not. You got to reach out to him, dude. You either got to find <laughs> out if he's proud of you or fist fight him, and find mm-hmm. out who's the best David Blankenship. I, be- I believe Hollywood. Whoever wins the fight gets to keep the name. I believe Hollywood lives next to him, so. Oh, so we could work this out. Hollywood, are you watching? <laughs> I don't know if he's watching. That Blankenship was pretty prestigious, man. Yeah, he's got he's a seven time champ down yeah, there uh, in South say, Boston. He, he's a pretty tough one to deal with, but he might be old by now. I, I know that? it's a matter of time too. He didn't spin out a lot either. Hey now. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, you know what? Why did I bring you? <laughs> I didn't <laughs> want to throw shade on the fidget spinner thing, but I just figured it'd be man, perfect. I, had it, 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 I searched the emoji to. where I make the thing. I searched fidget spinner just because I thought it'd be funny, and somebody told me to. <laughs> I'll throw it on somebody else, and uh. And it popped up, and I'm like, I can't not use it now. <laughs> so, when but you've I, lost that name ever since you got when we're dominant in the Dominion stock. I haven't really heard that, so if that makes you feel better, I don't know. When we first brought that that car right there out, the uh, one that Billy Morris used to race at Southside, I kind of had a shock issue, and uh, the bump and turn too. It did not like me. The car went from being stable to immediately sideways and going backwards. So you went back to your old ways. As I, did, I, I did I did for one race. Back and, on the saddle. And, and then we figured out what the problem was, and we got it straight and didn't have any more issues. Okay. Um, But, you know, it happens. But I will say, when I seen you put that emoji on there with the fidget spinners, I immediately went to Amazon, and I ordered a bunch of fidget spinners, and go figure they ain't showed up yet. Because I was going to hand you a bag of fidget spinners oh, when I walked in. Oh, that would have been hilarious. I would have given them out to people. Um, I was going to give you a turn life podcast sticker, but you already have like 10 of them. I got two, I think. Uh, no, well, I'd also, no, that's another thing, too, is you won the competition of the taco eating thing. Oh. So we owe you a, a, a sticker and technically an airs racing hat, by the way, so congratulations on that. Um, so either way, and, and it seems like everybody's mad at the 07 car because the 07 car didn't get disqualified, and then the 07 car was involved in the drama in the U-car race. Disqualified on with that night when they did compression and all that kind of stuff. I mean, they were pulling. I know we were in the so we were on the scales when they brought those seven into uh, the garage and shut the doors. Mm-hmm. We were fixing our car, getting it ready to go back out for the second race. And I know when they were checking everything, I want to say I heard the tech official say he was good. Yeah, I no, I don't I, doubt I, it. I'll say I wasn't paying attention, but if you're good, you're good. So. I don't doubt that he's good at all. I doubt that the the talks of, you know, no way he's good, and then plus the, like I said, the drama from last race. Now he's won two in a row. He's the points leader. He's a champ of U-cars, and he's got many wins at multiple tracks. Yeah. I mean, when you're good, There was an incident good. in victory lane. Apparently there was a bit of a small fight. I heard about that, too. heard about somebody sticking their head in somebody else's car and possibly a punch or two getting thrown. I don't know. Where do you stand on that? Shannon? I wasn't there, man. I was working. I, I wish I was there. I, I've been David's watching videos was twisted of weeks up. just trying to catch up. Yeah, yeah. I would say my whole, I mean. Well, like I said, I think Bo's saving face because. I will say, I know the, I think 2019 when I drove one race for Gary because he was sick. 
I got thrown in the car right away. Like, they were gearing a lineup. My dad was like, put your suit on. You're driving. He's throwing up. Um, Todd kind of come down on me, and I spun, you know, trying not to wreck him. He's racing for points. So, I mean, I went to victory lane. I kind of got in his window and kind of had a few words with him because, you know, I figured, you know, it would be a little bit door-to-door racing, not, you know, mm-hmm. not just chopping down on somebody like that. And, like I said, I wasn't trying to wreck his car. Up there, man, you wreck, you wreck big. Yeah. And I found out uh, <laughs> found out that wall don't move at the beginning of 2019. So, I actually tried going over the wall to the fuel pumps. My yeah, God. yeah, yeah. And I, I know a lot about that one. Yeah, I'm saying he and I checked the underside of his car out too, but I mean, if you want to have words, have words. I don't feel like you should be throwing punches though. It's kind of a family atmosphere. You're on the front stretch, you know. Then again, it's a Saturday night, tempers can flare. So it's definitely I feel like relatable to when the uh, Lee Pulliam thing happened. He drove off with the guy in the car. What are you supposed to do? You gotta protect yourself, and when you're strapped in. Well, he wasn't getting punched, but still, when the guys, when you're strapped in, like you said, sorry, go on. I always interrupt people. Well, uh, not you're fine. Uh, when you're strapped in, I mean, it's a situation. I guess it goes by each situation. You know, you somebody's throwing punches at you, and you can fire your car up and drive off. I mean, that person put themselves in that situation. But couldn't the same be said about? You see what I'm saying? I'm not on either side. I see what you're saying, but couldn't the same be said about, um, you know what I mean? Like, what's worse, driving off and potentially running over the dude's legs and breaking them? Or giving a couple uppercuts? You know what I mean? So, Well, I mean, if you're also, if you're strapped in, like the night with me and Mike, I was still strapped in. I don't know how he got out the car so quick, but he was helmet off the whole nine. I'm like, whoa, he's yelling, screaming at me, and I still had my helmet on. I wasn't really scared for my life. Granted, the tow company that was on my car was also working the track, and they were standing behind him waiting on him to swing. So, I mean, you know, but I won't go into where our cars were locked together. So, Yeah. You're kind of limited on what you can do there. You can swing, but you can't swing so far. I mean, if you're going to go say, here's, guns here's ablazing. my opinion. Here's my opinion. Get you a friend like Tanner Griffith. Somebody tag Tanner Griffith. Because there was an incident when uh, I was in street stocks where I got into a car it's a long story, but somebody tried to get my window. I think you know who he is. Uh, somebody tried to get my window, and Tanner just stood at my window and wouldn't even let him. You know what I mean? He's like, just let him get out of the car. You're like, I'll let y'all talk, but like, you're not doing this whole window game. So he yeah. literally just stood there and blocked him. He kind of yelled around him and stuff like that, but I was never like, oh, shit, now this guy's inside my car with me, smallest cage match ever. <laughs> you know, I never uh, had that situation just because I had a buddy, you know, standing right there. So that's always better in my opinion, because now it's two standing men. Yeah. Uh, but in another, I had one situation at Shenandoah happen, but, and there was nobody there. Like, the car got swarmed uh, with only, like, maybe three people, but still swarmed, in my opinion, and there was nobody there, like, from my team. So I was like, what? So I did drive off in that one. I don't think I, I don't know. I, for a second, I thought I ran over somebody's foot, but I don't think I did. Um, but either way, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm just trying to figure it out myself as far as where I stand. Cause I'm with you. Like it's not. I'm not the guy to get out of the car in victory lane and start throwing punches. I don't think. I've never really been in the situation, but um, I don't know. If you come at someone while they are still in the car, they have plenty of right to punch at you and for you to get away. That's I agree with that, Jennifer. 
That's also her old driver, so it's partly biased. <laughs> but I'm also friends with Chapman, and so it's partly biased on my opinion too. But um, I'll say I, I'm friends with both the people that were involved in. I mean, I've talked to Ryan a few times. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm friends, but I mean, I'm acquaintances with uh, yeah. you know. So he he's a good dude. I mean, and when it comes down to it, that's his car. He's passionate about his car. He's, he's passionate. Not- Go ahead. I would say he's not the only guy to lean into somebody's window. Oh, yeah. the first time. So it's yeah, not like no. I had to throw any shade towards him for doing it. Yeah. Because, I mean, everybody does it all the time. You, no doubt. You know, been in this, y'all both have been in the sport for a long time. I mean, y'all seen a thousand people do it. But uh, Well, that's like if you go to a racetrack tomorrow with your brother and your brother gets into it, you're going to back your brother. And then the guy that's going after your brother, his guy's going to back him. I, mean, I don't know. It depends on it who's is. it with because uh, somebody else has all my gear right now and they're driving a different car. Hashtag T money going to race in my name. <laughs> Y'all don't know that yet, but you'll see it on the live. It's his first ever race. Oh, Lord. We'll see how it goes, though. But he's got all my stuff other than my Come suit. On. I'll say you talk about having a big guy. I used to, uh, when I first he's got He's driving the 32, Ronnie's car. Oh, boy. I'll say when I first got into racing, I had a big guy that always came with me, and he helped me all the way up till 2017. Yeah, because he about Botox? No. Okay. Uh, buddy of mine, Donald Grove. Shout out to Bo. We love you, buddy. Yeah, Shan- love you, Bo. I say Shannon knows uh, Donald. Yeah, these I- guys specifically wanted Bo. You're not letting me down, Bo. I'm not <laughs> mad or disappointed. David said that he wasn't mad, but he was disappointed. Okay, I was. And but- I know, like I said earlier, we're gonna have to bring you back from the dead for it. Uh, but when is Dia de los Muertos? Isn't that like right after Halloween or something? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, if it's not, on I the learned calendar, it in my- Spanish class. Y'all don't have uh, not, man. Yeah, yeah. Y'all don't eat as many tacos as I do, but um. That's the Day of the Dead in, you know, Latin cultures. I think it's sometime around Halloween yet. So we couldn't do it yet. We couldn't We couldn't bring Bo back uh, yet. But um, next week, maybe he'll join us. I'll say I've known Bo for a long time. He, uh, I was working at an independent shop, and he actually was a manager at the CarQuest. So yeah. when I would call, that was who always answered the phone. When I first started talking to him, I thought he was an old guy. Then he showed up one day at the shop, and uh, he threw my parts down. And he looked at me, he goes, I know a lot about you, but you don't know anything about me. And I was like, huh? Turned out he lived in my, uh, the girl my stepbrother was dating. Or no, my stepbrother was dating a girl, and he lived in her basement. Okay. He, he was written out say, of, I guess, I'll her say, basement. Bo ain't that old, bro. Don't be throwing shade at Bo. No, I like Bo. I said, Bo's younger than you think. <clears throat> I like Bo. Obviously. He Bo's uh, my buddy, man. I like Bo. He's a good dude. Yeah, y'all I been around say he's always mad either, man. He's always good spirits. The Who night. said he's always mad? Oh, Wesley Farmer says he's always mad. What's up, Bryson Huff? Um, the, the night uh, Shannon set me on fire, I walked into Shannon's house, and uh, Bo had his head in a trash can. I can't tell who said it, but if Chapman put his face in it, he should be prepared to get his punch in his throat, too. That, that, that was Jennifer true. Allen. Okay, that was yeah. true. That is true. I mean, I, like I said, I'm not defending either side or, I, you know you know how it is. got to stay the neutral here, you know? <laughs> uh, well, I mean. This is CNN. So we all got friends everywhere in racing. Yeah. So I mean, it's your friends are going to run into each other, and well, that's why I didn't know. If, I I know that y'all know Chapman, but I knew that y'all probably knew Ryan too. So I wanted to get somewhat of an unbiased opinion about what you thought. Um, but you you gave that, so I appreciate it. I'll say at the end of the day, we don't know what was said. We weren't standing there, so I mean, we don't know what Ryan's demeanor was. I mean, I think that's his car. You know, it just got destroyed by the twenty nine running over it. I mean. Little over it. Yeah, BJ and uh, so. Bo were roommates for a while before um, ever finding out was BJ dating your sister. Uh oh. Do what? BJ was r- roommates with Bo. He said Bo lived in his basement, and uh, 
Was BJ the one that was actually dating your sister? No. It wasn't my sister. Oh. What? No. What, what was the story? My Do you remember? My stepbrother was dating this the girl he was dating at her parents' house. Okay. Bo lived in her basement. So she lived at BJ's house? No. Are you trying to say Bo was a squatter? Yeah, what are you saying? I mean, he was what paying. What are you saying right if now? He's, if he's paying, he's no, not a no. squatter, right? No, Bo's house is tight, actually. Um... And he's got a tight garage, too. He's got a two-car garage. Damn right. I've seen right. Times. Dude, he could do a hella podcast in there. Um, Chapman said he's going to do one out of the RV, but <laughs> he said his first guest is going to be Ryan Pritt. Um, I told him he could borrow all the equipment. I don't know if I told him that. Chapman, if you want to do it, you can borrow all the equipment if you have a generator to power it while you're in there. Um, well, I told you I thought when Bo was here, he makes the podcast pretty good. Not that you're bad. But I think he adds an extra element because he's been around Southside and around <laughs> around racing so long. You're gone, dude. If you were you're gone. gone. Podcast is done. See, I'm you out. Don't, you don't have to add that in, or else it makes me think about it. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I, I want you to know you do a you do a good job, and I think I when he's it. here because he's no, been he's in, good. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's been, been around it so long. Yeah, he's been a lot of them, and he knows local stuff. He knows all the local guys too, especially. And he's always got a good opinion, and he remembers a lot of stuff too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's, he does have a good uh, memory of, especially the old days of Southside and stuff like that, or just the old days of NASCAR in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, so you said you're planning on running the Virginia Racer at Dominion? Mm-hmm. No traveling, no? As of right now, no traveling. Just strictly Dominion. Um, up to last week, <laughs> I was really debating on going somewhere else, but it is what it is, so. Yeah. We'll stick with Dominion for right now and see what happens from here on out. And because I don't know, because we had so much technical difficulties that in the heat of the moment, I don't have time to diagnose, so I still am not on top of what they are. But uh, it's this episode is sponsored by, and this is episode 72. I didn't even say that, I don't think. But it's sponsored by Sarah K. Speed Shots and On Point Woodworks. Check out this hitter right here, dude. I think you said it the first go around. Oh, I know, but it didn't work. Oh, shit. Broke my light. Damn, Broke that's pretty that? sweet right there, man. That is Did pretty cool. Oh, that is pretty cool. I like it. Oh, look at that. I can see it up in the thing. And the sponsor. Oh, wrong way. Sponsor, On Point Woodworks. We'll move this before you knock your H2O over. Thank you, buddy. It's actually just straight vodka. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm going to put that up on the wall. I just got it today. But go like them. Follow them on Facebook. You can get yourself a nice piece of woodwork right there. All right. It's always good to have some good wood, ain't it? Always good to have some good hard, hard wood. Tinfoil on that? Yep. Um, <laughs> and if you need that, message on Point Woodworks. And go. he can even send you pictures of his hardwood as a sample before, you know, you actually get the product. I might so. like his hardwood. He's really big on Snapchat. <laughs> I heard he's really big on Snapchat showing his hardwood. Um, so everybody check him out over there. On Point Woodworks. Um, he is now moving to South Carolina, South Kakalaki. So he'll be a little bit closer than Oregon, where he's been so far. I'll say, is that where he's at now, Oregon? Yeah, he's in the military. Um, so thank you for your service. What do you think about the tire shortages? I guess at Dominion, they're not really having them yet with the Dominion racers. I mean, the... Uh, I just want to say that word a thousand times. 
American racers, they're not having the uh, problem with the tire shortage yet, are they? I haven't heard anything. I know last year there was a shortage on tires for the Modifieds and the Virginia racers, only because there was a fire in the plant, and they didn't have enough of those 8-inch tires produced. So they put the Virginia racers on a 10-inch tire, which now they're back on the same tires as Modified. I haven't heard whether there's a shortage, but well, I guess we'll see here soon. There's going to be a shortage on everything. I was listening to Snoop Dogg the other day. He said a fire in the plant was a good thing, but I guess in this <laughs> situation it's not. Yeah, I guess not this one. Okay. I know Langley has something going on with tires, too. I saw they posted today. Yeah, Langley. The, there's a couple of tracks that don't have any. Shenandoah doesn't have any for their late models or their new cars. Well, yeah. I, think, I think Langley Langley did a different for the support classes, the lower classes. The late models can still get four tires. Yeah, they said the support classes could only get <clears> one tire a week from now on. Man. But, yeah, it's mostly Hoosier tracks that are having this issue, I think. Yeah, I think right now it's just Hoosier. I haven't heard anything about their American racers yet. Okay. But, I mean, we'll find out here soon. All right. What up, Jesse? And, um, uh, what up, Mom? And, um, so you don't really know about the tire shortage other than just you've noticed it, too. It's, I think, Tri-County Speedway. They don't have any tires, and they re- rescheduled the race. I ain't heard that or. Because all these guys are like, I'm not putting scuffs on an $80,000 late model. I don't blame them. It's like, well, you're behind I mean, the curve, dude. Late models nowadays are 120000 If okay. you want to race, you want to race. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. It's, you're all on a level playing field if everybody runs scuffs. That's what I think. It's like, I understand what he's saying, but it's like, are they worried about their, they're going to pop? Or just they're going to be so slippery that they can't handle driving them? Or what is the complaint there? Ah, these new setups. Uh, you're running so much camber. They're blowing tires, and a lot of people are stuffing them in the walls. Okay, so if you use a scuff or if you have to use a used tire for that type of race, the amount of camber and stuff they're running, they could potentially pop tires. Yeah, there's new bump stop setups. I, I think that's what's their concern. So much tire load, and we're wearing them a lot quicker. Hot so tape. You don't think the uh, scuffs, though, having a heat cycle, it'll last a little bit longer? Maybe. I, I guess it depends on the I don't think anything lasts longer than a new tire. I guess the abrasiveness of the track would make a difference, too. Yeah, it depends on the conditions, but you can't control that stuff. No, mm-hmm. you can't. Dominion's starting to show. Well, me and you saw it the other week when we were walking around the track. You could see where it was getting very grippy. Or not grippy, but abrasive. Like a cheese grater. Huh. And rips tires apart. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think tires sliding across it. It's going to do exactly like a cheese grater. It's just it's like Southside used to, but it's slower. Yeah. Southside was slower. I miss that old place. Oh, yeah. Don't Second even talk about it. I'll cry. Mm. Um, <laughs> all right. What about um, your favorites? What about your, what was your favorite win? You got quite a few Dominion Stock wins. Is there one that stuck out to you? Like, was there a heated battle that you won? My first one. Wesley Farmer said you skeered. Your first win? Sorry. Yeah, my my first one was definitely my favorite, just because we started the year off with blown motor, then we went to the second race, got black flagged because when I was going in the corners, I had a puff of smoke go over the left front fender. So we got parked for that one. The third race, I blew a power steering line, and the third race was a twin night. So in the process, we had to replace the power steering line, fired the car up, found the power steering pump bed, replaced the power steering pump. I was pulling out on a track with one minute left to start the fourth race. We ended up leading flag to flag. But with five to go, the steering started getting tight. Mm-hmm. I told him, I said, hey, because he was spotting that night. I said, hey, man, 
think we're going to blow another line. He said, well, just back your corner up. You got a straightaway lead. Because that night, me and Condry, we just checked out off the get-go. Because some of the other cars got Munley, Richard, and Gary was racing the, uh, in his car. They got caught up on some of the slower cars. So I started backing my corner up, and I think we won with a half straightaway lead. But it was just the sheer fight to try to get to that point. Like, we almost missed the second race. And then to lead flag to flag and win, that, you know, it felt awesome. That was your first win. That was my first win. Yeah, I it is awesome. It's hard to beat the first <clears throat> win, you know, they say. Oh, yeah. I'll say I went so many years without winning. I had a bunch of top fives. If you ask Jamie Neely, I did win one race at Southside. But. I'm not going to ask him. No, I'm just going <laughs> to tell me about it, though. <laughs> so, evidently, I was running decent. I think it was 2015. But somehow, uh, Daniel got into um, Jamie and spun him. It was like at the end of the race. Well, I ended up passing Bobby and beating him to the checker flag. But Daniel won the race. And Jamie was trying to protest and get Daniel put to the rear because Daniel got into him and spun him. Like he never got put to the rear of the field. Yeah. You know, when you spin somebody, you get put to the back. Mm-hmm. And he kept telling me the entire year, you won that race, you won that race, and still to this day he'll tell me. That you won that race? Yeah. Okay. But it Fair is enough. what it is. Yeah, I know. I've got, it's kind of like when you get DQ for something still, it's like... I know about that, too. Yeah, DQs like, suck, but they are what they are, man. They are what they are, and I've, I've won by <clears throat> DQ. Like, I've won from somebody else getting DQ'd once before. I have, too. I got one. My one U-car win came off of a DQ. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I took my brother's car up to Dominion one night. Finished third, and the two guys ahead of me got DQ'd on sway bars. My first ever U car win, I think, came from DQ, so that was a little, I don't know. It was like drinking a non alcoholic beer. It was like, <laughs> let's celebrate, you know? I mean, I, I was happy, you know. <laughs> that win was sponsored by O'Doul's, you know? <laughs> Cheers. But, yeah. I was happy because so far I've been able to give my brother crap about it because he hasn't won yet. I know he's watching. He's on there. Yeah. Don't you have two brothers? I got three. Jesus. Dang. And one sister. Dang, bro. Shout out to the family. Bunch. <laughs> um, yeah, what up, Ronnie? We should have brought Ronnie over. He doesn't live far away. But we didn't have time. I didn't have time to t- let him know and all this, that, and the other. And he's probably getting ready for tomorrow. Like I said, he's got tea money in the seat. Uh-oh. I swear I've heard that name, but I don't know. Tanner. Griffin. Oh, okay. just Yeah, he's one of my crew members for a while back in the day up until I started driving for Bud and stuff. Um, but he knows what's up. He's never driven a race car, but he's played iRacing for years, and he's got a mud bog truck and stuff like that. So That's completely different. He used to have a mud bog truck. That's oh, I know. Completely different. I love all the people that, oh, racing's easy. It's easy. All right, well, get him to do it. Let's see you do He'll it. He'll be fine. He's the only one that could ever compete with me on, like, NASCAR video games and iRacing. It's a video stuff. game. I know that, but it's extremely. When was the last video game you played? NASCAR video game. There's only two of them that matter. Because since then and before then, they were all just fake. And it was NASCAR 14 and 15 for PlayStation or Xbox. I don't remember. Well, I'll take that back. My son, he had me play NASCAR Heat with him not too long ago. That's. Yeah, that's not. That uh, is a video game. That's like arcade. This is more like a simulator, more like iRacing. It's fun. It's fun. It ain't the same. I don't have what, a good enough that 14 and 15 or Heat? Never played Heat. You played 14 and 15, I guess? I, I think so. I think I've got them on PlayStation. Yeah. 
Those ones are the closest ones I'd ever played as far as a video game. He likes that. Up Tony, until I the Tony Stewart game. Oh, yeah? That, has, uh, is that nostalgic for you? Well, the, um, what was it, uh, Tony Stewart All-American or something? Ronnie Vance said, hopefully we got this. Just you're clouding up Ronnie's brain, dude. <laughs> I made this race happen. You're trying to make it seem like Tanner's not ready. Tanner's ready, dude. I'm sure he's ready. He's ready. He's going right. to come out there like Stone Cold tomorrow, I tell you. Who? Dude. I, Tanner. I, I've been I've been trying try to tell him. I was like, he's going to do good. You never know. Some people, they come out, just do a walk-off. They're just naturals. Yeah. And then some, it takes a lot of years, like me, practice. <laughs> yeah. They just me too. around. I never got into that thing, but I was bad for a long time. I wouldn't even, I guess, apparently I wasn't even trying hard enough to spin out, so... I've always said, I've always said, if you're not spinning them, you're not trying. Yeah, exactly. At least you're full send. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta push it to its limit. You gotta break that traction. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do much of that at my beginning of my career. I think by the second, my second year of racing, I was like finishing second, third, and stuff like that. To like Mike and O and stuff too. So, I had finally gotten a hang of it. But uh, yeah, the first year I was pretty trash. And all the years I spun Southside. Well, I take that back. The night you spun me at Southside, and I blew a brake line. I did it at the wall. But in he all cut the down old man. Uh-oh. I mean, I what was on the inside? He cut down on me. This episode will end with a cage match on the other end of the studio over here. Oh, <laughs> but in all the other spins, I never hit anything. That's so what happened? Shannon spun you in a grand stock race? Yeah, it was my first year, and uh-huh. I, had, I had enough trouble going straight. I guess he got caught up in a wreck, and he was behind me. And uh, coming out of turn two, he just nudged me in the left rear, and around I went. And as I was sliding backwards, the was it his fault though? Or were you just going to do that? I think Shannon was mad. He was in the back. I had and places he said, Damn it, David. Okay, so you didn't have many laps to get I was making there, a man. joke like he was going to spin out anyway. But So he, you were definitely involved. I was. I, I know I hit him. Were you all friends at the time? Oh, we've always been friends for a long time. I mean, we've called each other on fire twice. So, I mean, it's... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all right. It. I'm going to ask you about that next. <laughs> so, to keep on going, David, sorry I interrupt you again. Well, the pedal went to the floor, and I just gently kissed the wall. Well, that's not bad. I took it back in the pits. I was like, "Thanks." I said, "Now you can help me fix it." Yeah. But Did you? Where were we all? What position were y'all competing for? In the back. I couldn't tell you, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know where. I was coming up through the field. I was in 07. Why were you blocking, David? Hey, man, last lap. Got to keep him behind you. It was far from the last lap, but I had a good drive coming off turn two. I ducked down low, and uh, he was there, and I just stuck it. <laughs> I tried to pass David on the last lap one time, and I got him until the straightaway. And then he got me. <laughs> it sucked. Louis Barr. Because I only had that one year in Grand Stock, but that was the year you were Grand Stock. You had, that was the year you had, like, the light blue car. Yeah, that was when we came with the uh, brand-new uh, Aero body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, I really like that body, so. I no, wish, I don't, I, I'm I not wish throwing shade hunt, on the body. It's I just wish like, I feel like a little different. Well, yeah. It looked like a monster truck. I say everything. everybody wishes you did. I'm just kidding. I didn't really care. It, I think it's more, at that point, it's like, it's harder to decipher from, Dominion's got this problem, but they don't have any problems, so what am, who am I to say? But, like, they've got three of the same divisions. They got Dominion Racer, they got Late Model, they got uh, Dominion Stock, which most of those cars look like that. I think Todd's the only one left. And then well, Tommy Smith, that guy with the Camaro nose on that car, makes me want to cry. Oh, yeah, that definitely doesn't look right. But Todd's car is... You know what I'm talking about it's there? I know. I know what you're talking about. Okay. He was definitely y'all had, y'all the had first my back like an apron when I brought that up just now. Just want to say. 
What would you say? They were definitely the first team to put the new body on and start going that route in that class. Well, the the thing was, I, I know because they were the one that made the rule for it. So, well, not, no, not the, they. The, I'll, the track. I'll had, point this at Gary. The, the track. No, well, no, the track had the rule in there. Like it was in there for a couple of years, and we got talking as a team, and we decided that if we could stay at the same weight as everybody else, but have a lighter body. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not? it would be a benefit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not do it? Why not take all your well, weight from being up top and bring it down low? Get exactly. that center of gravity down. Of course. And th- and that's what we did. It wasn't just Gary that said, "Hey, here." Well, we know doing. that's the way race cars work. These were stock cars, supposed to be street or Dominion. I mean, these are grand stocks, but I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Street stock type divisions. Oh yeah. So that was my rebuttal against it. But um, I think I don't agree with the late model style bodies i kind of like the bodies that have the identity of what they are mm-hmm. not just you know like when dan had the late model body and bobby had the late model style body you know like you said there's three different classes right there you already got a limited class and you got a late model class i think if you're going to run the aftermarket bodies you should have one that represents you know a certain car not just a late model yeah i mean if you have that much diversity between late models and limited late models being you know, Dominion Racers or whatever they are, not Dominion Racers. Virginia. Virginia Racers. Oh, yeah, and then Dominion Stock. If you're going to have that many late model classes, make your stock class truly a stock class. Yeah. But even at Langley, they – what's the deal with Langley? Because you're allowed to run those types of bodies, but not that many guys do. What's up with that? Does anybody well, know? I don't know what bodies the Super Streets have to have. I thought, that, um, like, Andrew Condry had one of those late model type bodies years ago. But he was running Grand Stock. The Grand Stock – so – our Dominion stock is close to what the Grand Stocks are down there, but I think we're underpowered compared to those. I think they got more power. But you all have too much for a Super Street. But, yeah, well, we got wedge bolts. You can't have wedge bolts in a Super Street. Mm. So if rear we're, or front? Rear. Okay. We're, we're not allowed to have any in the front. Yeah, yeah I didn't think so. Um, but with, you know, back and forth, I wish the tracks would get, you know, closer on the rules. Because motors down there, I think they can run Vortec heads in the Grand Stock. Whereas at Dominion, you know, we still got out of the stock steel heads. In the Grand Stock or in the Super Street? In the or in the Dominion stocks at South or Dominion. Yeah. So there's a big. I don't know the differences between the two. Bo could probably elaborate oh, on it if he would call in or. or I think also whatever, they, but there's a big difference on the engines from Dominion I think the and Langley. Too. I think they can run like underslung sway bars, the tubular uppers. And whatnot down there. Well, I really like the Super Street division down there because back in the day you had to run um, cast iron manifold, exhaust manifolds. You couldn't even run headers. So that in alone in itself will, you know, reduce how much motor you can run. You can't run a, you know, super late model motor on cast iron heads or whatever they're made out of. Standard, not heads, exhaust manifolds. Um, Because like I said, they have a no header rule. I don't know if that's still in place, but... Um, that, in my opinion, kept the motor cost down because it really couldn't do so much. And then they also have, what is the other rules that they have that really make it, well, the one that you just mentioned a couple minutes ago to where you couldn't have jack rear bolts, rear jack bolts, because that's a whole, it really didn't take that long, but it's just one more thing. But then you just get into changing springs instead of jacking them, yeah. so like, or cutting them. Throw so shim like, in there or something of what they always used to do, throw shims in. Yeah, yeah I know. It's just like it's you can get around that, not get around that rule, but you can still create wedge and stuff in different ways without 
Mm-hmm. Jacking it. Jacking it just, if anything, makes it easier, in my opinion. It does. It doesn't really... David's good at jacking it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> There's no cost incentive. Like, a, a jack bolt set, you know, for the back of a street stock or whatever is how much? I don't know. I'm going to say about 150 think, bucks. See, I don't think they're all that For expensive. the buckets and the oh, bolts. Oh, ain't much at all, no. That's what I'm saying. So there's no – what what I am concerned about with street stock divisions is keeping the cost down to where they can be like the old street stock division at Southside, which is somewhat like Super Street does. Granted, they're way faster than we were. But um, like I said, when you have a stock exhaust manifold that you have to run, that limits the motors down to where you're not spending $13,000 on a motor – not that we were in street stock, but like say if you go to Grand Stock or Dominion Stock, you have these guys having huge motors in these cars mm-hmm. because they're allowed to, and it's because pretty much a late model at this point. Um, so it's just like it just make it takes not all the fun out of it. Yeah, it takes all the fun out of it actually because there's <laughs> two guys that are four tenths faster than everybody else, and then there's everybody else driving around literally like shit boxes in comparison. You know what I mean? It's oh, just yeah. like this isn't even real. Well, I think. I think the Dominion stocks, and I and I definitely know the U cars. I think they've gotten a little out of hand. I think you know need to figure out a way to bring the cost down on building the cars and everything. On U car too? Yeah, I think they've gotten a little so. out of hand. Whole, the rules have been the same for forever, almost. I can tell you when I got into racing U cars, I paid five hundred dollars for my car. I had twenty five hundred in the trailer, like half of what is in it now. I mean, they they look more like mini mods now than they do, you know, just a little. How so? Because they the stock rims had to be changed. They were. Breaking. Oh no, I agree there. That that was so a that that and side skirts and I don't now you got a mini mod. Well, I'm just saying the way they handle with the cut springs. Like, go back to stock suspension, no cut springs. No, let it cut springs. Look at this cheater over here. <laughs> you got to have the racing springs in the rear. What are they? What spindle savers or something? All right, we're going over there. the Ruggles uh, stable tomorrow before the race at Shenandoah. <laughs> I'm not Is saying. he going down there? Are racing rings in the rear? Are racing springs in the rear? I'm just saying what I've seen people do. I'm not saying who has it or who doesn't. Water strong. Um, cheers. What's up, Trey Bowes? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, back to my point, I'm just, I don't think that the spring bucket thing is, in my opinion, a good... It doesn't really matter. It's fine. But it just... Now you've got to buy a bunch of springs. Back when we were in street stock, we had a bunch of different springs. Call us cheaters. Um, <laughs> I just did it to you. but So we had a couple different springs, or we would cut them, or whatever we had to do, but it's just like that much more work as opposed to just taking a couple cranks. You know what I mean? And it's like... You're still you, – if your car is slow and it needs that wedge, whatever it needs, you're going to do it. Whether it's cut a spring or hardness – or I mean uh, shortness spring or whatever you're going to do, you're going to do it anyway. So you might as well just make it easier on the guys to just crank down the bolt, yeah. in my opinion. Because that doesn't cost much. The motors and stuff like that is what is really getting out of hand. I'll say as racers, I mean, we're all looking at the rules and we're trying to find ways to make our cars faster and play in that gray area. And if you're going to call it Dominion Stocks, they also need a, literally a a rule on rear tire, front tire, front of cage, back of cage distance. You know what I mean? There's these guys that have the back, there's these guys that have the roll cage when you go to Bristol and you watch their like super Dominion Stock race or whatever it is. It's like crazy late models that are just bodies. There's a guy that has a door pillar, I mean a roof pillar, and his roll, his roll bar 
for the actual cage is like a foot and a half behind that. <laughs> He's sitting on the rear tires. Damn. Just for the rear, you know, I mean, rear weight. There was a car I saw racing on the south side. I don't remember who it was, but I remember watching it go down pit road, and it looked like where the frame rail kind of turned and went, like, towards the rear tire. Like, there was a plate welded off of that, and the cage was sitting down on that. That's how far the cage was actually moved back. Hmm. Well, they've been doing that for a while. You know that. Oh, yeah, cages. I mean, <laughs> she was like, I actually welded that cage in. I, I, I did not, but uh, I, I know about them. I'll yeah. say, I can tell you right now, my car and the one Todd was racing that he just destroyed were probably one of the two oldest cars out there. I have an old Bobby Curtis car. Oh, I drove that car, the one that he's talking about, once, terribly. <laughs> I'll say, I had Bobby Curtis come in my trailer 2017. I don't know if you remember. He was like, I don't get it. I race south side, I get kicked at, or get my butt kicked by one of my old cars. He was like, come here, and I get kicked by one of my old cars. Yeah, uh, Dominion? Yeah, Dominion. Because, uh, I forget who had his car. Oh, I think Austin was driving it at the time when uh, Farmer had it. And he was, you know, Austin was winning at Southside, and I had one of his old cars at Dominion whipping up on him in 17. And you don't have that car anymore? No, we still have The same car. How many race cars do you have, dude? We have a total of four. Just like Sanford and son, you go over his dad's house, I'll (laughs) tell you, man. How many race cars do you have, Shannon? One. I don't have any. This loser. Uh, I, I tell any. you what, man. Damn it. I, need I don't have any one. for the record, guys. I, need I just step want to say it that. Yeah, I don't have any. I, okay. like, I, don't, I don't have any either. Dad's got them. Not me. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm fortunate, I'm fortunate that I got a really great dad, and he allows me to. Is my dad watching to, this? To live out my dream. Yeah. Is my dad watching this? I just want to just, just let you know. Um, see how other, you know what I mean? Other dads, uh, you know, just kidding. Um, okay. I have a new... No, no, no. We'll go to the old one first. We asked what your favorite win was. What's your favorite track? Man, that's a hard one. Because I've only raced two tracks, Southside and Dominion. I hate to say Dominion because that's where I got my first win. I think I'll have to go with Southside because that's where it all started for me. As mm-hmm. a kid, you know, standing in the bed of a truck, looking over the fence, watching cars go by, and sitting in the grandstands, watching a yellow number three with the name David Blankenship on it. Compete your for hero. Wins. Your father. No. Um, second father, you can put it that way. <laughs> He's Could the one that been. inspired you. So you, do you actually remember seeing him when you were a kid? Uh-huh. I remember seeing him. the that. same name and everything, and you're like, dang. I remember sitting up in the stands and being like, man, that's kind of cool. Like, that's my name right there. You've never done a deep dive on Ethan Ayers on Google, have you? Who? Ethan Ayers. Who's that? Is, is, is that the older? Me? Is that the older of the two brothers? Here we go. Tell me, you tell me. <laughs> no, but have you ever done a deep dive on Ethan Ayers? No, I have not. There's a porn star called Ethan Ayers. Same spelling and everything. You probably got an OnlyFans account, don't he? I don't know. This is like back when I was in high school, which didn't help. But, um, yeah, there was a in, in a gay porn star, for the, for the record. Oh, come on. All now. due respect. Google him right now. I'm, I'd rather not. Same I don't exact, no gay porn right now. Here's the spelling right here. So, I am... <laughs> Ethan Ayers, the podcaster, not the porn star, but uh, he exists, and um, yeah. Still doing it to this day? I don't know, because like I said, I think he's aged out, but I haven't, I don't Google my name anymore because I'm horrified. Nowadays, there's filters that, like, when you Google something like that, it doesn't just pop right up in your face. You know, you really have to do some, not digging, but um, back in the day, the Wild Wild West of the internet, like, if you typed in somebody's name like that, 
it would just show it right on images, you know, like two men very much in love. <laughs> so um, it just, it, you know, no, if I, if I Google didn't my help name. me in high school. It didn't help me, in, <laughs> you know, just in my, I don't know, just seeing the images didn't help me at all. Let's say you Google my name, you'll find the other David Blankship, only because he did run some NASCAR races. So. Oh, really? Yeah, he, I think, ran a few Bush Sears races. Yeah. I don't remember the car number. Cheers, Dad. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so your favorite track, Southside, your favorite um, division, because you've raced a couple of them now. Man, favorite division. That's a hard one. Because, I mean, they've all been fun. They've all had their moments. Oh. Uh, I wanted to say Shannon. Man, we cut to him when go, you're struggling. Yeah, I'm struggling well, I'd here. Say, I'm going to come back to you. Grain stocks and modifiers. You need to drive the hell out of them. Yeah. yeah I mean, be, I, did you ever drive wheel. street stock back in the day? Never did. Never have. I did a late model. Uh, I drove for my dad for a little while. And that, that late model is all about finesse. It's all about resources. Who can get the best setup and finesse on being smooth. Mm-hmm. You get the grand stocks and modified, you got to drive the piss out of them. Yeah. Overdrive them on purpose. But I think that uh, street stocks were actually a little bit easier to drive. They weren't easier to drive, but here's the thing about grand stocks. The tires do end up heating up so bad when you drive them like that. By the end of the race, now you're really having to drive the shit out of it. As opposed to a street stock with the radials on it, mm-hmm. the tires never get really too hot. You know, they, they can't get it so hot as opposed to a... You know, race tire will just, you'll melt the whole damn thing off there. So, um, you could drive the the shit out of a street stock. And because of the radial tires, I don't know if it's the surface area between the channels cooling the tire off the whole time or what, but just the radial tires wouldn't get as hot and you could, it wouldn't fall off as bad and it wouldn't, it didn't get it so slick by the end of the race. Um, like a grand stock sometimes does. If you really overdrive a grand stock for three laps, you now you really have a situation on your hands. I mean, in, in my opinion, overdriving is like way overdriving. So you know, you got to relate a little bit. But you know what I'm saying. I'll say when I first got into the U cars, we had a it was a street tire, but it was camber cut, and we got it from the track. Really? Uh huh. But they would start after a few races. The tra- Southside Speedway was selling street tires. It was a camber cut tire. You from had- Southside Speedway was selling mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we bought the tires from the track. Oh, um, I forget exactly. I don't know about all that. I, I can't comment. That's the fifth on that one. I'll say, cause What's I'll, up, Mike Rudy? Because we were running, you had either a 13, a 14, or a 15-inch tire. You could on, choose? Well, it all depends on what your car came with. Oh, wow. What's and up, I, Wayne Thompson? And I was actually running aluminum wheels then, too. That's what, what year was this? 1994? What is this? 05. Y'all were still, obviously, stock rims, but not only stock rims, but different, different size sizes. rims and then different, wow. I'll say I had an Escort GT. So what would everybody try to get the car with the smallest wheels for better launch? I'll say the Cavaliers would have wanted to You win. know what I'm saying? I think that. Yeah, change I mean, your ratio a little bit. You'll turn up a little quicker. Right. It's all of what you want. I mean, I guess it depends on which transmission each car has in it. So I think the Cavaliers were on 14s. You're not changing the transmission in those days for you. What? So I think the Cavaliers were on 14s back then. Mm-hmm. And then I think I think there was one Geo Storm that was running a 13-inch tire, and he was always really competitive. Dee Dee, Dwayne Bryant, he was always up front. <clears throat> hmm. Geo Storm. 
wonder what inspired him to... Oh, he does. Ain't that a tiny-ass car? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's not real big. Yeah. But it fit the class. He ran pretty well, didn't it, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he, he won a couple of races. Well, the Beretta... The Chapman, I mean, uh, the Allen's Chapman drove it for a while. The Beretta? Chevy Beretta? Mm-hmm. You know what that is? Yeah, that was like Cavalier, wasn't it? Uh, Similar to it. Mm. You know what it is? I'm just reading Chapman's. He said Dodges and Probes were fast. So... A yeah. Beretta, that's... Uh, is that a Ford? No, it's a Chevy. Chevrolet. Chevrolet. Yeah. It looked really different, though. They looked badass, if you ask me, dude. Because they looked like almost like an... I'm going to say this wrong because I haven't seen one in a long time. But almost like an old Fox Body Mustang or something like that. Just, I don't know. Um, I really liked them, but... Yeah, Chapman's right on what he said the tires were. What is they your were, favorite... Uh, Sumo Tutu, whatever it is. Sumitomo. Yeah. What is your favorite uh, local drivers in each division... Um, we'll go through, and for you, we'll do, it could be Southside or Dominion, combine them. Um, Bandoleros, do you know any of them? I don't know any Bandoleros. Not yet. My son wants one. What about uh, Legends? Legends? I'm going to go with Carter Wheaton. I think that's how you say his name. Carter Wheaton. Is he still running? I don't think so. Not right now. Well, you can't I, go with him. Okay. Right. Well, if I gotta go, with, I gotta go with a current driver. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll go with Tommy Jackson. Okay, that sounds better. What about uh, what about you on the Bandos and the Legends, Shannon? Bandos and Legends. Uh, you got uh, one of the Bandos that's kind of affiliated with the Woods Crew. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Uh, I'm 18, probably gonna get in trouble. Number. 18 but, uh, yeah. 19. I like to keep up with that group. They're a good group of people. Legends, Tommy Jackson Jr. I mean, he, he's a he's the goat of the class right now. He so, is. Um, Richard McGee said, "If I remember, DD won a championship the last year he raced. He did Tell win me a about championship. That. I, beer. I don't remember uh, what year that was. I know at one point he was driving a Geo Storm. He won a championship at Southside. DD did. He did, but I think he was in a Beretta when he won that though. I'm trying to." Uh, Man, that's a long time ago. I ain't never heard of DD. Oh, he was—he was a crazy cat. He was cool though. Well, there's a lot of them around there. Well, Especially you talk about Dominion and Southside now. I'll say, to be a race car driver, you got to be a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't be afraid to drive it down in that corner. Balls deep, right? That's right. That's what I've heard. And, and take your buddies out. Nah, been there, done that. <laughs> At least I didn't do it on a racetrack. But no, you, no. you just got payback when we caught on fire. So hey, I had no control. I got knocked stupid. Nah, you push the clutch in for the clutch break, it'll be all right. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Here we go. I thought the clutch made you go faster when you went into the corner. It did make you go faster, <laughs> straight to the wall. I was say, the only DD I ever knew, wasn't that the uh, the mom from Rugrats? How old are oh. you? Were you a Rugrats fan? I've I think seen Rugrats, Rugrats, but I don't know that. I don't know DD. I might be a little young. Was that the, name, the mom in Rugrats? I don't know. Let me uh, fact check this. Also, I couldn't tag David Blankenship or Shannon Moreno because we were having so many uh, technical difficulties. So please like and share the video now so that, that way their friends and family – or did you already share it? <laughs> Kyle said bad times. Did you already share it? No, I did not. Um, if you can. If I you're can. if you're not on an airplane anyway, just go ahead and – I took it off. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's working, so we ain't got no problems. Yeah, um, like and share for us, please. Um, 
what was the next division? I guess you cars would be the next division. Who's your favorite you car driver of all time? Of all time. You start thinking, Shannon. Of all time. You car? Yeah. Damn it now. I don't know any good you car drivers that I want to pick. I guess I'd go with my brother. Lazy answer. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, I could say Zach. I could say Zach, but then again, that's my cousin. Zach Lindsay? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. One of the best saves I've ever seen was Ronnie Vance at Southside. That was a big one. I think it's got like 15,000 views. He was turned way past. I mean, he's pointing backwards. That, and that, save that son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean, be, he was about 75 degrees. Every 45 would be, yeah, yeah. Didn't Chapman turn him? Or who got him? He turned himself across the nose of Josh Thomas. Is that who it was? He came up on him across the track, didn't know he was there. And got turned towards the wall and saved it. Jamie Hyde, too, man. No, he doesn't that. race a lot, but when he's there, I mean, he's always a contender. Yeah. No, I, I know. I mean, Y'all, that, that was, I think, my pick originally, and still to this day, pretty much. Both, both you and your brother. I mean, y'all always contenders. Chapman. I mean, you, is, the uh, U car class has got a lot of talent. No doubt. All different kinds of places. Yeah, no, it is a tough division to have. Like, if you are a beginner and you come into that division, you're not. You know, what I mean, like, you don't stand a chance at the beginning. That's the only like car. Five, I six, seven fast guys. That's the only car I haven't driven. I, I, I need to get in one. Is Alex Harris watching this? I bet you Ty Ruggles will let you get in one. Alex will let you drive his. I might need to get in one just to try it. I ain't they're, ever, they're fun. I've driven everything else. I don't say any time I get a chance to get back in one. Last time I, he was I in when he wrecked it. it in the wall, and he said it's fun. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't my fault, though. I know. No, no, I'm not blaming you. But still, it just. Well, it's frustrating. Wrecking, me. whether it's your fault or. I'd say wrecking when it's not your fault is even less fun. At least when you reckon it's your fault, you're like, ah. Oh. Well, the bad thing is the car owner told me, give me. 150 bucks to wreck it. I still ain't seen that money, by the way, Todd. All right, Todd. You have been called out. You owe this man 250 bucks. Or 150? What did you hey, say? 250 sounds better. 250. Okay. He, he told me uh, 150. You owe him $250,000 in, oh. in Bitcoin. Man, I need you to. In Dogecoin. Dog coin? Doge. Doge. Doggy coin. I don't know anything about that stock stuff. You owe him 250 pebbles of pedigree dog food um all right um grand stock or any street stock type division it gets confusing with those can't pick yourself favorite driver i'm gonna go with jamie neely only because the last race i ran at Southside, me and him ran eight laps side by side and never once touched but I, I enjoyed racing with him he was always clean and he always gave me a lot of pointers who was on the inside y'all should have touched what about I, you, Shannon? I, I was on the inside. <laughs> yeah, you should have touched him. Grand Socks, at least who I've raced with, Neely was fun to race with. I mean, we've had some skirmishes. Neely's going to be excited. I don't think Neely watches the show. but No, no, he, he ain't much on much. social media. Yeah. It's on YouTube. Uh, Bobby I know you tell people that all the time. We've me, ran pretty hard together. I, I haven't ran in our Grand Sock at Dominion, so I can't comment on any of them. All-time fave. All-time fave. Man, that's pretty tough. <laughs> Chapman said, damn, you didn't even pick Gary Burt. I like Gary. Gary's my boy. Gary, Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> Donnie <laughs> Newman. I'm not trying to start I see that. Richard oh, no. McGee said Donnie Newman. Donnie I, Newman Donnie I, Newman was, was pretty badass in his day. 
because of uh yeah, Donnie Newman was and it's shout out sixty nine. Um I, I told I told David before the show started, I said, you know, you're not allowed to pick Gary. You know that, right? So that's why I didn't pick Gary. Well, say, I haven't so really I let you off the hook there. Well, say, I haven't really raced much. We ran a few races at Dominion together. But was it, that the same car that he no. had? He so the car he's driving now is the one that I've been running or that I ran for years. He actually still has his car. So and you, you still have your car, and he's driving that one. Your yeah. he's driving for he, your dad. He, he's driving for my dad. Okay. He's driving my okay, okay. my dad car. The one I won all the races in. And who do you think's better? What between me and him? I think I got to give him a lot of credit because the night I drove his car, I come on the radio and I told, I think Daniel Thomas was spotting for me. And I said, look, I said, if the caution doesn't come out soon, I'm going to be the caution. I said, I don't know how he drives his car this loose. I literally felt like I'd go in the corner and just barely turn the wheel and the thing would just try to drift mm-hmm. all the way around the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, David don't like a loose car now. Yeah, it's it's got to be tight. He's, He's got, got his name, you know. Old fidget spinner in the works, but I mean, that was also because you started a new car. I went the opposite way, so going, you know, what I mean, like start. If you go from U car to where you're baking the car into the corner, dude. I, see, that was my problem when I got into U car. I couldn't go into the corner fast enough. I'd always let off way too soon, so I was so used to big heavy cars. You doing the opposite. You started off in U car, and then you're ready. Not only do you go in super hot, not you do, but in a U car you do. You go in super hot, and then you just hammer back into the gas. And a grand stock, that's like nightmare. You know what I mean? So you had the hardest learning curve, in my opinion, to do because, or anybody that goes from U car to, you know, any rear wheel drive high powered car because you're so you. It's almost like a different sport. I've said that before. It's almost like softball versus baseball because the think, front wheel drive factor. Yeah, I think that's what got me in trouble when I first got into the U cars and got the fidget spinner name was. I was driving in so deep, so far. You got that name in your car? I thought you got no, the name in, in Grand Stop. In Grand Stop. Okay, okay, I, I think that's why. I think that's why I got it when I, I first started. No, in your car actually. When I first started racing, I never spun other than one time when uh, Tabitha Lifford got into my left rear and turned me, which it wasn't her fault. She kind of slipped and hit me. Well, I guess probably it was, was. Tag Tabitha right now. But we're um, gonna settle this. Oh, uh, I mean, she come over She'd and apologize for scrap. me. Yeah, I say she, I say she come down. I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do it. I was like, it's all good. But when I first got into the Grand Stocks, it was like you said, drive as far down into that corner, try to turn the car and get back into gas as quick yeah. as possible. And yeah, that didn't work. And the brakes never do work in those cars until they finally do. That's the problem with those cars too, because they all and for the cage to go up front, they all take out the power brakes. If I ever build another Grand Stock, I'm keeping the brake booster and the power brakes in it. And I'm breaking with my toes, not my whole leg. <laughs> I don't know. That's what? just my opinion. We got some pretty good brakes on ours. On the Grand Stocks? Mm-hmm. You're a liar. <laughs> um, do you have power brakes? No. Well, it sounds like you have good brakes. Weight models don't have power brakes either, do they? No. No. It's, you get you different get compounds. Them. More aggressive, less aggressive. Big. You can run different size piston master cylinders, different piston calipers. Steel or aluminum calipers. Mike Chapman, because you're just that great. I did it. Grand Stocks are super to drive, and after being in a U-car, U-cars drive stupid. Well, here's the thing, guys. I just had a realization. I've never driven, I've never won a race in a car that did not have power brakes. All my street stocks had power brakes, and all the U-cars I've ever raced. I've never, I never won in Grand Stock. 
I've never won without power breaks. Is that weird? Shit, y'all got more than I got. I ain't never won. What do you mean? You I'm never serious. won a race? No, no, sir. I thought because I'm a loser the, up there. Were you the number six car in the uh, late models back in the day? Correct. He should have had one win, but I think Dotson spun him out for yeah, a few laps yeah. to go. So I thought for sure you won a couple. No, races no. I mean we ran. You win the points that year. What's that? You win the points that year. Nah, we we've finished our top five before, and uh, you were second. Had a couple in seconds in a while for a while, and we almost won a Grand Stock Championship. Yeah. We would have won it if the rear wouldn't have broke, but we lost that by one point <sighs> and didn't even win a race. That oh, I remember that now, man. That made me cry. That was your rookie season, too, in the Grand Stocks. I it? think it was, yes. Yes. Yeah. And in, in an underfunded, not underfunded, but it was the lesser car. It was. It was, and we made the best of what we had. We had a hell of a team. Yeah. Hell of a sponsor, hell of a team. You did really well driving, I will be honest. I think you were the best driver that that car ever had seen and. Not its entirety, but in the near future or other than Tommy Tayton. I mean, well, he was, that's what I'm saying. He was yeah. a long time ago. There was, that car got thrown around. You know, I drove it. Mm-hmm. My brother drove it. Cameron drove it. Jay drove it. Um, I think that's the name. Um, Chapman drove it. Uh, but I think he, he did keep better going with him. it than anybody. Um, so I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. It's just, uh, I remember just. Knowing that story at the time, knowing that because I w- I've always been friends with Bo, and obviously he was a big part of that car, and he told us about the rear braking, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Was it the Auburn unit that broke? It stripped pinion gear in the uh, ring. I mean, it, it, it ripped stuff all apart on the warm up laps. See, I've never had one come apart like that. I've had a whole bunch of Auburn units go bad. It's up, and then they become really, really loose. Shout out to. Fuller Photography, Andrew Fuller Photography for the photo that we're looking at on screen. I didn't take the tag off. It never had one on there, apparently. Fuller. So edit a little tag into all of your uh, photos, and I'll I'll rep it on here. I don't mind. I didn't take it out of there. I must have not been real tight in the seat. How come? Can you see where my headrest is? Hmm. Why is your window net in your back seat? Oh, huh. You need a longer window net, what it looks <laughs> like, don't it? It looks like one of those uh, Grand Stocks I was telling you about at Bristol where the damn cage is way back there. and the Because uh, in those cars, too, their cage, their nets are like way, you know, like, mm. damn. It's like way back in the back window of a Monte Carlo. You're like, holy shit. Maybe he's up on the wheel. We'll give him that. We'll just say he's up on the wheel. He's Go ahead, boy. I, I like it. Holding on. Favorite modified driver of all time. I think that might have been one of the last races with did that I car. Did I ask you your favorite Grand Stock driver of all time? I might have cut you we off. We did. We did. uh Little Reno. Reno? Little Reno's pretty badass. Uh, He's your favorite of all time? I, I mean, I, I, I don't can't say I've got a favorite. Uh, there's so many of them that you could classify in a, a group of the badasses. Okay. No, that's fine. I don't have it throw any shade. What about uh, Modified? Y'all can't pick yourselves. You can pick him and he can pick you, I guess. No, I hate doing all that. No offense, to the, you know, no offense to Ethan Harris, the other one. But a good that, Modified That'd be gay. Drive? What? I said a good modified driver? I mean, he's okay. No, your favorite of all time. Oh, my favorite of all time. It's the favorites game. We're playing favorites. Damn it. I keep forgetting. I hate to say it, then. Shannon? Now nah, he's getting ready to say something. It is what it is. I'll say, I'd, I'd go with him, but I'll also go with Kyle Wood. 
I mean, you got to think what he does with the underfunded stuff, especially him. He's underfunded too. I mean, they do a lot with a little. I think you know the underdogs. See how they talk about when you when you only have one car. They're like, you know. <laughs> I agree. No, I, I picked Cowwood uh, personally, just because I've always been a Cowwood fan and I've always know, known those guys. But uh, I've known him for a really long time too. Oh yeah. I say he. I, I enjoy going to track with him, and he's going to get a win this year. We'll call it. It's coming. We'll call it Shannon because Kyle gets a lot of love on the show, and he's already got enough. He's already been on the show once too. Well, I appreciate it. Ronnie Vance, you gonna win this year? No, you still ain't Who's your my favorite beer, though? Ah, didn't get your what? My beer. Oh, um, he was supposed to get you a beer. He don't drink anymore. Ever ever since he rolled a truck, he don't drink much. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, not too far from here. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Hammer drunk. Yep. Damn, dude. <laughs> he said, hold my beer. <laughs> and now he won't hold one anymore. Yeah. He, he said, that, hold my beer, and he never took it back. That, that'll sober you up real quick. What, did the S-turns right down there? It was actually on Koala. I was coming home, and my dad actually lives up here in Donegal Glen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had just crossed over the bridge, was going up the hill, making that swooping right. And deer ran out in front of me, and I swerved to miss. Mm-hmm. Went off on the right or on that the left. That old drunken deer. <laughs> well, the bad thing is, when we were leaving, the cop goes, "Hey, look, there's deer standing right there." I said, "Yep, right where I told you." It happens. Yeah. I, I, like, I use it as a learning lesson. Did you end up getting it, like? Well, we don't have to talk about your legality problems or whatever. He got dropped. He got ago? dropped yeah, years ago. Okay, oh, two thousand seven. Just past the statute of limitations. Oh yeah. Okay. So where did they write you a ticket? Did they, did you get a DUI? I started off as that, but got dropped to a reckless. But look at this it, guy's white privilege, right? Lucky here. man. But but it was a wake up call though, and after looking at the truck and realizing, hey, I may not be here right now if you know somebody wasn't looking out for me. So oh yeah, I've been there. I've been there. They, they want a straight panel left on that truck. Oh yeah, when you hit them, <laughs> when you when you wreck them the right way, there there isn't. Uh, the tow truck driver the next day told me it took him two and a half hours. Was the cop standing there and he pulled the old uh, Days of Thunder on you and there was like one good door left and he kicked it and yeah. said, I wouldn't want you to be spoiled, you yeah. know? No. They were too busy trying to figure out where I was bleeding at, but it was coming from my hand and me rubbing my head. Oh, damn. <laughs> that ain't good. You were all right, though? Did you, oh, yeah. I was fine. I was fine, just not happy with myself. Not my yeah, brightest moment. Yeah, me neither. I cried like a little bitch. <laughs> um, I was like 18 though, but still, I mean, I was still a grown man. Uh, what about you, Shannon? What what uh, is your favorite modified driver of all time? I'm probably grouping them still. I mean, right now you got some dominant drivers. I mean, you got the Johnson, Chris Johnson, who's kicking ass. Yeah, you got Rudy kicking ass, and uh, the Hummets were kicking tail at damn uh, Dominion. But, I mean, if you go have to go over a long time, I mean, you, you say got, the purple people, people eaters? I like your coat. It's purple, man. Yeah. yeah. But if you go for a long while, I mean, back in the day, I mean, you got Stinson, Beluzo, God rest his soul. I, mean, I know. Mac I feel Car- like everybody should have picked him. Matt you Carter asshole, David, you didn't take Beluzo. Right you didn't. We're shutting down the show. I'm just kidding. Man, yeah, I'm getting the show the second shut down. time we've got to get I the know. book out on no, you're doing good, I think it's awesome. I think it's just funny, though, that uh, – no, well, it's not funny. It's probably the wrong term for it. Um, but, yeah, we should have just said Beluzo. 
And my favorite bandolier driver is Leighton Harrison. I'm going to say that too. BJ Anderson. Um, I lift to the strip now. I don't know what they're talking about. One of them's going to the strip club and stuff. Kyle Fowler, he's in uh, he, Las he, Vegas bowling right now. I'll say him and Joe, two guys that I bowl with, they're actually in Vegas for uh, bowling. Kick ass, okay. Kyle. So to the strip. Okay, to the the New York. I mean the uh, Las Vegas strip. Go to strip club. Hell for strip. Hit strip club on strip. Yeah. Go to Fremont Street. Just hang out down there. Yeah, but we we gotta shout out to because I don't. It's messed up as it sounds. Obviously, the Belusa thing happened a while back, and I don't think anybody's picked them since then, but I never thought about it to uh, call them out. But, yeah, good point. Shout-out to Sean Beluzzo, um as a favorite modified driver. At least um, somebody's got to pick them. I'll pick them for the night. The man was smooth You've behind got, the wheel. I'm not good yeah. at singling picks out. I, I just get good with groups. Yeah, so far, Shannon, I every time I ask him who's his favorite driver, he just gives his top 20 list of drivers <laughs> of each division. I'm like, okay, that'll work. Can we put them in order at least or something? No, I'm just kidding. I'll say I don't write this shit down, man. It's kind of hard because, I mean, when you've been around the track so long, you know, you develop a liking for a lot of people. I know. So no, You're right. Shannon is indefinite, but you like a lot of them. You already listed them, but. What about your favorite NASCAR driver? Mine right now, I, I kind of I wish Boyer was still in it. Boyer was awesome, man. I'd love mm-hmm. to hang out with him one week. His personality. And He's the, coming on the podcast next week. Sweet. I'm bring coming. Boyer. I want to come over for that. Yes. I'll bring the beer and a kid. Okay. Yes. And the shine. But Kevin I'm Harvick, sh- I like him. Shocked mm-hmm. you ain't bringing. He's shine. cool. But uh, some of the newer cats coming up, man. I think Blaney's going to be pretty damn good. Uh, yeah. I'll say that, that's my pick. Ryan Blaney and Alex Bowman. I like those two. Those are your favorite drivers of all time? Well, no. For right now. All right. Current. Those are your per- present drivers. What about past? We can separate Jeff these. Jeff Gordon. I was always a Gordon fan. Were you? Okay. Mm-hmm. He really? liked rainbow stuff. So I did. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I'd say my f- you should check out my YouTube channel. I mean, uh, my, uh, my OnlyFans. Sorry, my YouTube channel is just normal. OnlyFans, right here. here we We're go. We're on my YouTube channel right now. It's nothing weird. Uh-oh, your chassis flexed out? Yeah, check out my Pornhub channel. Probably <laughs> <laughs> uh, drivers of all time, NASCAR, is probably Ricky Rudd and Kenny Schrader. Okay, I like that answer. Ricky Rudd was what he still holds the title to this day, I think, for most consecutive starts. I think so. No, Iron say, Man. I say he was called the Iron Man. The Rooster. Yeah, doing a inter- wasn't he the one that did the interview laying on his back? Yeah, he was just got Mar- out of the car. Yeah, was it in Martinsville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't even was. around yet. He got COVID and raced with it and shit. He was a badass. Mm. That's what I heard. <laughs> but um, yeah, he he raced I think like five hundred starts in a row or something. If not more than that, which is like ten or eleven years, twelve years. Is he the one that had Crazy. his eyes taped open too? Yeah, that was after a wreck at Daytona. One of the big tracks, Daytona or Talladega. Drivers today would never do that. Yeah, I remember seeing him. Uh, my dad was in NASCAR at the time. I remember seeing him in his hotel room after oh, that dude. accident. It, dude, it was Ricky Stenhouse didn't start a race earlier this year because his paint on his nails hadn't dried yet. I mean, it's getting out of control out there. Did you know, Danica painted his nails. I think they broke. I don't know what is the situation with them. They did. They, they did. They, there's. Who knows? I'm sure some of these drivers won't even race if they didn't take their Midol, man. I mean, it's true. 
It, it ain't all about driving anymore. It, it's about how much money you bring. I know. That's a shame. It, it ain't about well, talent. I think Bowman, I think he got to where he is with talent, I think. I think Blaney kind of did, too. Blaney had his last name and his dad going for him, yeah. but he, he's he's kind of proved himself. I, say, I think he kind of had to prove himself, though. I agree. I'm not doubting that these guys didn't end up being good, but it's just like saying, it's like right after saying, like, Austin Dillon gets a win, you're like, he really worked for this one. Like, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Like, he's he has raced a lot, but there's no comparison to a guy, which doesn't even exist anymore. So, yeah, he did work a lot compared to whoever he's beating, because nowadays there is no guy that went through the local divisions and climbed his way up, because you have to start truck racing at 15. So it's, I don't know. It's pretty hard to be, you know, very adverse in racing and have a lot of experience and have to climb your way through the ranks when literally the kids that are winning races have a Kyle Busch Motorsports ride at 15 years old that their dad bought them. You know what I mean? So the, the things like that make it to where that story can't even exist anymore. But these people back in the day, like you're talking about, it was real. You know. Ryan Blaney, I don't think is a good example because his dad has such a name. Yeah. And they have enough money to where he's raising late models at like 16 and shit like that. Would, for my family growing up, that would never happen. I had to buy my own first street stock at 16 years old. I'll so say, like, When I got into it, my parents made me buy everything. They said, do you want to do it? We'll support you. Yeah, yeah. But you're paying for everything. It, and even now, your dad's helping you, but he's, it's not like you've got a, uh Xfinity car sitting in the garage. You know what I mean? So like, that's different. that's a different level of investment and that shouldn't be the only pool that they're pulling from as far as you know i mean for but it's all about you know like i said sponsorships and who can bring the biggest amount of money yeah but when you do that for enough years in a row you not the sports like in trouble but you you could end up eventually killing the sport because you don't you never bring in personalities you never bring in an actual good driver somebody that somebody like wants to watch drive you just bring in people that have a good sponsor, and then the, the you know sponsor and the the legality of the financial side works out of of it. But the sport doesn't grow because of there's no interest. Does that make sense? Oh, I totally get it. I mean, if it come for bang for your bucks, I'd say Kyle Larson's probably your best driver out there. Well, and I think like uh, the Priest, yeah, Kyle Priest. Bush too. I mean, he anything both those drivers get in, they drive the shit out of. Yeah, Kyle Bush seems like he has to have practice though. Whereas Larson looks like he can just jump in and go. Yeah. Dirt, asphalt. I mean, granted, he had a mishap on something stupid in NASCAR, and they smacked his hand, I, sh- I should say. <laughs> I didn't know where this was going. We already talked about <laughs> homoerotic type stuff. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> and if we were going back over to my, you know, OnlyFans page or something. But, uh, Ethan, you're getting a truck ride. Look at that, man. It's not even my. Oh, nice. And not only that, but like back in high school, obviously at least fans only and all that kind of stuff wasn't a problem. I've told this joke before, but at least it helped me a little bit because uh, I'd meet a girl or something like that. They'd learn my name, and I'd say, you know, and you know I'm a porn star too. And they're like, what? Like, you're 17. Like, there's no way. And I'm like, you know, just look me up. This is back in the day when like you'd have to go home and like like you didn't have internet on your phone, so you'd have to go home and like do dial up and look it up if you wanted to find you know something like this. And not only that, but you had to find time to do it because we were in, like, you know, middle school or high school or whatever like that. So, like, it, a couple of days later, 
they would return and be like, hey, I looked you up. Like, that that's not even you. That's just some other guy. And he's like, you know, having sex with guys and stuff like that. And I'm like, you were looking, though. Huh? <laughs> you Ch- would go out tonight? Chapman <laughs> right. just made a good point. Josh Berry's a good good person right now that to show, hey, you can make it somewhere. Late in life. Well, yeah. I think it is talent. swinging back around. Yeah, yeah. Not late in life. He's not old. He's not an old man, but he's like, he's not one of these 16-year-old kids. Yeah. That's why I was going to say the uh, the priest. He did his thing in late, I mean, in uh, modified for long enough to where he finally got an Xfinity ride. And he did well there, um, and now he's got, or he, I don't know if he still has it, but he had a full time Cup ride. Well, I think he had a little bit of sponsorship behind him because I want to say, wasn't he running like a full time deal for an underfunded team, and then said no instead of running the full season, I'm going to go to Gibbs and take my money and run. I think what six races or four yeah, you races. Tell me, David. I, I think he's running for Daltrey say, right now. Well, yeah, he's running for Daltrey now. But I'm saying, like, when he got into well, NASCAR. I know, but, well, maybe, but it sounds like he went back to the first part of his story where he's driving an underfunded car for whatever reason. I kind of feel like Bowman kind of got to where he is off of talent. I mean, you think he got put in the car because he was the sim driver for Hendrick, and Junior said, hey, he's driven a couple of nationwide rides, or Xfinity rides That's for the, us. Is that how Bowman got discovered? Well, he was running the underfunded teams, like the starting parks. And then he went and stopped doing that and jumped into doing working for Rick Hendrick. Figured he'd just do the testing. He was doing all their testing. Yeah. And then Junior got hurt, and Junior said, put put him in the car. But it's not quite the same as, like, Ty Majeski, who literally just played iRacing until they gave him a call. And we're like, hey, you drive oh, yeah. a real car? He's like, I guess. And then he's like, win, wins every race from then on, like, undefeated probably. Not really, but he wins a lot. And he did well. Right from the get-go. Yeah, he did well in uh, well, the super late models. Morning. And this is, we're going full circle here on Turn Left Podcast. You said that iRacing and all that stuff doesn't matter. It's just a video game. This yeah. man had never even driven a PT Cruiser, probably. <laughs> I've never really done a whole and lot. He got into a late iRacing. model. I know. He got into a late model and beast mode from pretty much get-go. So, I mean, I think the late model stuff does have, I think it does have value. No, I, I mean, agree. the iRacing stuff. Did I, I mean, say the late model stuff? The iRacing stuff does hold a lot of value, too. If you can do that, you can go out there and at least be competitive. You, you can get your points. You can get your uh, kind of visual going on, but you can't get the feel by the seat of your pants. Not at all. I mean, unless you got one of these Fuku's $1,000 rigs, but, I mean. You can't You can't at all. It helps. Here's the thing. Like, when I went Breaking from, points. And, yes. I agree. But that's a feel thing that you learn, like, when you go to a new track. Like, when you go to a new track, you're not, like, getting lapped. You're not that bad. You know what I'm saying? If you already know how to race, even if you haven't raced, um, it's almost just like a guy that already knows how to race going to a new track. He's going to have to refigure out his points, but he knows the fundamentals of the sport. You know what I mean? How to drive the track, so on and so forth. Does that make sense a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that'd be different if it was a first-time driver that was like some freshman in high school that, you know, had barely ridden a bicycle before. But uh, I think this is different. Kind of like Tom Majeski. He had so many hours in iRacing that he literally got in the car and was just like, he knew kind of what to do. I'd be curious to know how long from doing the iRacing to when he won his first race was. It was like, his first race. Just like Tanner and Morrow at Shenandoah Raceway, everybody root for Tanner Griffith in the 32 I think Black I, Rocket. I think I, I saw somewhere in your comments where somebody said he better get up on the wheel and go. He's got to get up on the wheel. Um, you going to give him a pep I heard talk? he borrowed a motor from that car right there. So, 
from that car? What's up, John? Uh, and Charlie and Brandy. Um, that's your wife, isn't it? Yes. Um, shout out to her. That that motor is actually in a car now. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. So your car is for sale as a roller? As a roller. How much? Ten. Ten thousand. But if and he can tell you right now if you come over and look at that car. Oh, I'm that, it's worth. Well, it. I'll say the way that there was no corner cut on that car. Did it come with the chrome rims. There's chromies on it. Yeah. I've got one at my house if you need it to. Put it on there for 11 You got chromes too? No, I don't run chromes much. I, I like to You buy got it. a modified for sale? No, uh-uh. No, I've only got one. I'm not selling it. It's a peasant. <laughs> I'm just I don't have any race cars, like I said, so I'm not being truthful. Uh, we're going to find out. Ronnie's excited. Tanner came by the other night. He didn't seem too nervous, so maybe that's a good thing. Um, you did you ever know. say who was your favorite NASCAR driver? You said uh, Jeff Gordon was my old driver, you're, you're and old now school. I go for Bowman and uh, Blaney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, oh, here's a quick segment. How long have we been going? Does anybody know? It is. Damn, it's eleven forty. Okay, yeah, we've been we going are. over. Well, we've got a lot of technical difficulties. Well, I think yeah. William Byron is the one that had all the simulator stuff going on, and the junior picked him up. Is that how that worked? William Byron was definitely one of them, but Ty Majeski was like the all-time biggest uh, i-racing points leader. Mm-hmm. Like he started playing it early. He was ranked number one in i-racing at one point. I don't That's know if he same. still is. That's what got him the ride. Yeah. That's when like he, you know, they offered stuff to him because he had like done so much, you know, in i-racing that it was like we can't deny this guy. He's clearly. We, he might not be good at driving a race car, but he's clearly good at whatever this sport is. I think he's got sense. a truck ride coming up here soon. Because it's not like a baseball video game either, where you just hit a button and you swing the bat. Like, you have to hit the button at the right time. Like, you're literally, it's a simulator. So you're literally turning the wheel and everything. You're driving the car almost like you really would. And, uh, yeah. I think he's, he's got a truck ride? Yeah, I think Ty's got a truck ride coming up in Charlotte or something. I think I read that somewhere. Badass. With uh, Thor Spark. All right, everybody. We got to get off here. I got to smoke 19 cigarettes in a row. This podcast is sponsored by Sarah K. Speed Shots. On Point Woodworks. Check out this heat one more time. Hard wood. My tiny ass arm can barely pick it up. It's got 4,000 pounds of lacquer, I think is what it's called on it. Is it upside down? No, it's no, no you're good. good. Woo! Look how shiny it is, too. Slide it to your left a little Damn. more. Get On Point on there. It looks slippery, oh, right. just like my OnlyFans account. Um, it's not actually mine. <laughs> it's the other guy's, but... Go check it out. This podcast is sponsored by the other Ethan Ayers' OnlyFans account. And uh, thank you, David and Shannon, for coming out. Do you want to plug any sponsors or anything like that before you guys? I'll uh, get out, but we hit the end button. You know what I'm saying? I wish I had some. Uh, more than welcome to have some people on board if they need to be a or want open, to be. Not need to be, but want to be. A lot of open panels on a lot of race cars. So, uh Support your local track. That's, I think that's the best thing. You Go. got to. Yeah. You Times are recovering now. Left Turn Podcast, that's the only thing on the car. What is that? I don't know. Turn Left Podcast, oh, Christ. Jesus. Damn it, son. Um, when people do it online, I think that they're messing with me. Well, oh, Mikey Earhart, what's up, bro? I, think I give you a hard time this whole thing. It's at least... And and I actually owe you a sticker. If I would have given it to you, you could look down at it reference. Had, see, maybe you need a big one like right here. Got a sign right there. Well, it's right there. It's behind me. I don't know. That's it behind. Is, that's behind a monitor. I need one over there. They're kind of like reminding people. I so, so you're looking at it every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
No, I don't. Right. Have, I don't have any on the car other than my dad. I mean, like I said, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't get to do what I, as a kid, wanted to do. Well, shout so. out to your pops. Shout yeah. out to everybody that tuned in. Double shout out to everybody. What's up, Mikey Earhart? I think you're here late. I don't know, but you can catch it back. Um, shout out to everybody that liked the video or loved the video. If you hit that love button, we love you, and um, you know what I'm saying. Not you, but, you know, my only fans. Uh, share the video as well, and it'll be up tonight. And it'll be up tonight on YouTube, and it'll also be up tomorrow on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the audio platforms, um, and so on and so forth. So thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for coming out, David. And, uh, and for always me. tuning in, too, because I know that you tune in a lot of times. So thank you for that. Thank you, Shannon, for coming Thanks, out. Thank you, sir, for having us. And um, all right, now we get to go shotgun 12 beers in a row. Come on. Peace out, everybody. Oh, Lord. Later. <laughs>